Happy Sunday and welcome to Brunch with Des B. I'm your host, Des, also known as Des B, here to provide you with your favorite way to start the week. Every Sunday, we explore new topics and dive into conversations that matter and some that truly do not. Tune in each week to smile, learn something new, and join your favorite brunch gang. Let's get into it. What's up, you guys, and welcome back to Brunch with Desby. I'm super excited to be back with you today on our normal Sunday. And as you guys see, we're still back with the brand new backdrop. I didn't get a new blanket yet, but I promise that we are going to be working on that. Today, I'm really excited for our episode because it's one of my kind of annual episodes that I do every single year, and we're talking all about spring cleaning. Now, most people would think spring cleaning would be like, oh yeah, I clean my house and I purge every spring, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about purging negative people, negative energy, negative vibes, and ultimately just making sure that we are bringing in new energy for the spring, summer, as well as the rest of the year. Our first order of business today, though, is something that I kind of been thinking about, and I'm like, oh my gosh, is this like something that just I do, or is this everyone? So when you first think of an emergency contact, right, you're at the doctor's office, and they're asking you all these questions, and then they say, what is your, who is your emergency contact? Are we putting our spouse or significant other or are we putting our mother still? I'm just curious because I feel like my personal like emergency contact almost at all times is my mom, mostly because I know she would pick up her fucking phone and I cannot count on my husband to do that. So you guys have to let me know who you have as your emergency contact. I feel like that's like my first order of business that I want to figure out today because everyone has different people in their lives who are like that person. But for me, it's either my mom or my husband. Next up. We have kind of like a big breakthrough for us book nerds. Now, I've only read a couple books in the past couple months, so don't don't think that I'm like on a reading streak. However, It Ends With Us has come out with, you know, all these new lead characters for the movie. Okay, I should have I should have kind of disclaimed that first. We're talking about the movie here. Okay, book. Amazing. Love the book. Right. Then we we see the movie and the first pictures to be released are these frumpy fucking pictures of the most gorgeous person on the planet, Blake Lively. The internet was outraged. I mean, so pissed. I was like on the Today Show and I looked under the comments. Oh my God, everyone was so pissed. You would think that like there was a new presidential election. Like it was that big of a deal for a lot of people. However, when you get so invested in books and authors, I can definitely understand where that like kind of emotion comes from. So I'd be curious based off of what you guys saw of the beautiful, but not so beautiful in the photos, Blake Lively. Was it who you pictured Lily as? Because when I picture Lily, when I picture Atlas, I can't help but think of the girl off of 50 Shades of Grey. Can't think of her name right now. And then I think of like Liam Hemsworth. Again, I don't know why, but that's just like kind of who I pictured. And now the characters that they're playing the actors, it just doesn't add up. And I feel like we all come from a different a different imagination where we see these characters in different ways. So I feel like no matter what, we would have been pissed, but everyone was so fucking mad at Colleen Hoover. Like, I swear to God, I'm pretty sure someone even like started a petition like against her. It was kind of nuts. Other than that, please let me know what we think about Blake Lively. Another thing came out today or this week. And I actually, I took a screenshot of it on my phone, not my iPad. And it was this idea that, okay, so Brittany Griner, she was brought back to the USA. She was contained 
for, I believe it was like marijuana um, in Russia. Again, I may be murdering that. that. This was like a very old story. Not old, but like, you know, it was a while ago that this happened. The other night was her first WNBA game back. And um, the coach, Vanessa Nigyard, was angry Los Angeles didn't sell out the arena for her return. Quote, how was it not a sellout? I read the rest of an article and like people, like again, the coach just kind of went on how like pissed she was that the arena wasn't sell. I'm sorry, like it's women's basketball. And like, listen, I'm a, I'm a girl for the girls, all right? But like, are you going, even as a woman yourself, are you going to first turn on, if you have a gun to your head and they tell you you have to watch one sport for the rest of your life, are you going to say women's basketball? Because I know for a fucking fact I'm not. You know what I mean? And I played women's basketball. I wanted to be in the WNBA. So this isn't something that I'm like being sexist, but women's basketball just doesn't sell out very, very seldom. The biggest thing we had to sell out was like the NCAA tournament this past year um, due to the one player. And again, I'm forgetting her name, but regardless, that's like the biggest game in televised like women's history. So regardless, I thought it was like, a crazy article that it was like head coach pissed, you know, like it didn't sell out. I'm like, why would it, you know, they did a like big memorial first. She got a standing ovation in the beginning, you know, whatever. It's like, just let them play basketball. Just shut up. You know, anyways, that was one of the stories I read today. Another one was Brian Kohlberger, um, who was suspected to be the killer in Boise, Idaho of the four college students. He is pleading not guilty in the Idaho murder case. Many are upset with Kohlberger's plea and stoic behavior during his court appearance. He reportedly stood silent during his time in court. This utterly pissed me off because I, number one, kept up with this murder investigation. I will 100% say I stand by the idea and the fact that Brian Kohlberger was the one that killed all four of those college students. However, I think it just goes to show how mentally ill people like this are in the fact that they have number one, no remorse. And it's almost like they have brainwashed them their own selves to believe so deeply that they did not commit a crime. So you guys will have to let me know and weigh in on what you think about the Koberger trial, just because I'm curious if you think they have enough evidence for a jury of people to convict him as guilty. Um, Again, this is like still to come, whatever, but I'm just curious if you've kept up with the trial, do you think that we have enough evidence against him with, again, only what we know through the media to find a, find justice? Last thing here, okay, and I saw this and my jaw just kind of dropped too. Khloe Kardashian sporting a Kim Kardashian quote on her shirt with um, her kid and it caused a large controversy on social media and it had fans in an uproar and it was Chloe standing in like a kitchen with Kim Kardashian on her shirt and it the shirt said get your fucking ass up and work <laughs> I'm sorry I can't help but like giggle at that because that that's what we're mad about that's like people are so fucking weird Kim Kardashian actually um came on to Jay Shetty's podcast this past week. And I literally commented on Jay Shetty's post because I was fucking pissed. It was this kind of like highlight of the interview, right? Trying to get people to click on it and like coming this Wednesday, you know, whatever. And it was a beautiful conversation that apparently was like happening, whatever. And at one point they did clip it a little bit interestingly with her saying like every day, like I think I'm paraphrasing, I wake up and I struggle, you know, it's something like that. And so people immediately were like, you don't know what struggle is, you know, whatever. Regardless, people were in an uproar that she was even being like interviewed and being able to have the chance to talk. And I'm like, okay, so we're going to be pissed. 
when they say something. We're going to be pissed when they don't say something. Um, and then we're just going to be pissed all the time. So it's like, there's nothing you can do right in this situation. Chloe is wearing a shirt that says, get your fucking ass up and work. I think that is fucking hilarious. Like it's fucking hilarious. If you are taking that like so deep to like your personal core deeply in your heart. And again, that was another clipped segment of like an audio where like it made sense in its entirety, but people took that soundbite and blew it out of proportion. If that's what makes you mad every day, like you need to literally go back to bed. Honestly, like it is such a mind fuck to me that so many people are twisted up in other people's lives that they forget to even live their own. Like it's crazy. The consumption of content people will make about from people that they hate and then move in and wonder why they're so negative every day. Wonder why they wake up mad. It's like you're doing nothing but having hater energy like purge that, you know, and we're going to get into that in spring cleaning. Last thing I wanted to talk about before we move into today's episode of spring cleaning is the fact that we have the first ever BeFit membership. Hopefully you guys are like fist pumping with me, but first ever DBFT BeFit membership is coming this Thursday, June 1st. So we announced this last Thursday. If you guys keep up on DBFT or you follow me on Instagram, you're going to see posts shared throughout the week with information of the membership in its entirety. But to break it down very quick and very small for you guys. And if you have questions, please feel free to ask. I'll put up a question box today um, just so we can all connect anyways and also ask any questions that you might have. However, the membership is going to be for the first seven days. So if you sign up from June 1st to June 8th, you will get the membership at a lifetime price of $29 per month unless you cancel. Okay, so lifetime price means if you're a member from day one and you do BeFit subscription for three years in a row, every single month for you will only be $29 ever, okay? If you do the BeFit membership for $29 a month, 12 months goes by and you cancel, when you come to sign back up, you will pay full price, which will be $49 a month. Full access to all of us as coaches, first dibs on macro coaching during our six-week challenges. Six-week challenges are now included in the membership, okay? So you don't have to pay a separate price. You're always going to get them as long as you're paying that $49 per month or $29 per month. And on top of that, you're going to get monthly prizes, monthly focus, kind of like habits, monthly like mini challenges to complete and the ability to win a prize anywhere from like $300 to $500 plus in value. Along with that community, us as coaches, drop a form video. We're going to give you form tips. We're going to be able to answer questions. We're going to be there for nutritional support. Anything possible, this membership is like the ceiling is endless. You know, like we're here to truly make a membership for everyone. At-home workouts, postpartum pregnancy modifications, gym modifications, like anything you can think of our membership is going to have in terms of workouts and success built into that with coaches supporting you. So I'm very excited. This has been long in the works, a lot of time, a lot of energy, a lot of thought has gone into this and we're just doing the damn thing. So I'm really excited to grow with you guys. Um, and again, this is coming out June 1st to June 8th. If you sign up in that time period, $29 a month. There will also be an option for like a one-time annual price, you know, stuff like that that's going to be discounted. But again, if you don't take advantage of it in the first seven days, the pricing will only go up. So very excited. June's workouts, I've been doing them all week. They're fucking killer. Like every time I do a workout, I'm just like, how, like, how do I keep making good workouts? You know, I, you would think by a certain point in time, you're like, 
my workouts aren't good or something. And every time I make a workout and I do it, I'm like, man, I am just so fucking good at what I do. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, I love what I do. I love being a trainer. I love training people. I love teaching people. I love my app. Like it's just, it's all just coming together. So I'm really excited. Anyways, I will put the link in the description box, show notes, link in bio so that you guys can learn more. Make sure that you're available and ready for the drop in those first seven days. So make sure that you click that link and do that. Now, Next up, watches. First off, you guys need to shut the fuck up telling me to just watch Ted Lasso, watch Ted Lasso. Shut up. I will. Okay. I love you guys. Um, thank you for your recommendations. I told you guys last time, I'm like, listen, I need a director. You guys make, make me a schedule of what to watch and when. Anyone wants to take that on, send me a calendar, send me a Google invite. Let me know when to watch it. I'm down. 100% I'm down. Lastly, question for you all because I've gotten a lot of DMs on this too. Do I rewatch Vanderpump Rules. Okay. I've never been involved in Vanderpump Rules ever. I I, I see all the scan of all this, scan of all that. I'm like, who the fuck scan what? Scam, scam, scan, scammed of all rule. Like I, I'm so confused. However, people rave about this show. Like they literally say they're like, you don't understand. It's so good. It's like this cult. And so if you guys think I should watch it from top to bottom, let me know. Okay. If it's really that worth it, I will, I will probably put myself out there and I will do it. But if it's not, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm not doing it. Okay. <sighs> few watches this week. Number one, I finished Firefly Lane. <sighs> when I tell you it sent me into a fucking spiral. All right. I was hysterically sobbing. I watched the second to last episode while I was getting my nails done. Worst decision I've probably ever made. My nail artist probably thinks that something traumatic happened to me while I was sitting in that chair. But no, I was just watching episode 15 of season two. You know, like it was so embarrassing, but also I didn't care because I was like, just do my fucking nails. Okay, like I'm, I'm here to cry. I'm here to weep. Just make sure my cuticles look good. That's all I ask. So great show. I mean, here's the thing though. Like, and you guys can tell me if, if you're feeling the same way. Ever since growing older, like I think it's just I've come to this realization and it's not a realization. Stick with me here. When we're young, genuinely, we're so naive, right? We don't understand like what bad things can happen. We don't understand how much life we have to live and how many how many things are going to happen in between. Right. And so watching that show, it, it really it really sent me into a, a negative mindset for a minute, to be honest, because it was, it made me really scared. And if you've watched the show, you're understanding why, but it was just like, life happens, you know, life happens. I mean, even me, like, um, in my relative experience of two traumatic pregnancies, I, I'm, I'm healthy. I work out. I take care of my body. I'm educated. I'm, you know, all these things that I quote do right. And it still happened to me, you know? And so, I think of the rest of life and all of these events that happened and what had happened in the show and X, Y, and Z. And it was almost a little like at, at some time it was a little unhealthy for me because I, I literally would go to bed with a little bit of like anxiety and stress. And again, that's, that's a, probably a me problem. That's, that's me booking my next therapy appointment. You know what I mean? Better help code Des B like, that's why I'm still in therapy. However, it has a lot to do. I feel like with age too, you know, you just realize like, I've just realized like, I'm not going to live forever. And it's not a radical thought, but it's just like, wow, I've really, the past couple weeks, I think I've like really sunk into this idea of just being ever so present and full of gratitude for like literally every single day that I get to wake up and be healthy. You know what I mean? Like it's such a small thing, but you can always figure out what's next, right? Like our health is just so 
precious. And it was just something that it really kind of destroyed me after watching the show, to be honest. Like it, it just, it was really stressful for a couple of days after. And I was like, I don't know if I can watch that type of TV anymore or like right now, you know, I don't know. You guys let me know, like, what do you feel about shows like that? That are, that are just, it's real, you know? And I don't want to hide. I'm not saying like hide from what could really happen. It's not that it's just like, it can, it can literally ruin my day. It can literally ruin my day. So again, I'd be curious to see what you guys have to say. Great show though. Um, definitely a good watch. You know, the actor, the actors in general, I think the acting overall was so superb for like that style of shot, um, the style of show. And I really enjoyed it. So hats off. Um, the accountant. Okay. This was a movie from 2016. I believe it was with Ben Affleck, Anna Kendrick's in it. Um, and a few other really good actors, not as well known, but they were really good. Great movie. Watch it on Amazon Prime, um, or like Prime Plus, whatever the fuck they call it. Whatever 900th streaming services that I pay for, I watched on there. And it was super good. Um, ben Affleck plays this, you know, kind of autistic child that grows up, becomes an adult. He's an amazing accountant, great with numbers, superb knowledge. Like he's like, he's like so smart. He's so isolated. You know what I mean? So I'm not going to give it away in case you watch it, but really good. Definitely like a drama action style movie. So again, a really good one you could watch like with your spouse, your man on a date, whatever. And it's kind of like, you know, they would like it. You would definitely like it. Everyone wins. It's not a chick flick and it's not Firefly Lane. <laughs> um, skincare. Dibs Beauty Brush came back in stock last week. Now I know you're like, what the fuck? You're not sponsored by dibs. I'm not, you know, I'm going to be honest. Definitely not. But if there is one thing I like about makeup, it's a brush. Brushes can really make or break the way your contour is laying, the way your blush goes on. And I've really just loved this brush. I also really love Courtney Shields. I think she's like, she's like so bad and bougie. And I've emailed her to try to come on the podcast. So fingers crossed that I think what she has done as an entrepreneur is so fucking cool. And I just, I really enjoy like watching her stuff. But so dibs, cool, because it stands for Desert Island Beauty Status. So the idea of her creating dibs, and I think this is so fucking cool, is like if you were to get stuck on an island with dibs products, like you would have everything you need, right? Like, and I just love that mindset. That's why she has like the double-sided status stick. So you have cream and blush. That's why all the, the eye pencils and lip liners can be attached together into one. It, it's a really cool concept. So I love that. But the brush is back in stock and this thing sells out like a motherfucker. So just if you're looking for a good like contour, so like more of like a cream and blush powder brush, this stuff is so good. I'll make sure to link it for you guys. If you want to get one, get one great gifts. And I actually will be giving away one on the brunch with Desby Instagram page. So stay tuned there as well. Last but not least, the Tula sale is coming up June 1st through 11th. You will be able to use code DESBY to save 25% off. That is 10% more than normal of 15%. So just make sure it's on your calendar. This is a great time to stock up and save. The beauty behind Tula products is that most of them do not have an ex expiration date until opened. Okay, so if you stock up on the Cult Classic Cleanser or the pH Balancing App Pads, they don't go bad. Like that timer quote doesn't start until you open it up. Okay. So if a product's good for 12 months, it's not until 12 months opened. Okay. They go through a lot of like stability testing and different formulation testing to make sure also that if they're just standing on the shelf, they have to have shelf life too. Right. So no matter what, you have plenty of time to be able to utilize your product, which is awesome. So set your alarms for that. Other than that, I think that's really like the, the tea of this 
the start of this podcast. I wanted to get into spring cleaning, talk a little bit about like kind of what I've been feeling too and go from there. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. All right, you guys, as you know, my podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. So if you are looking for online teletherapy, BetterHelp is always going to be the answer for you. You can get involved with a therapist just under 48 hours and connect with them. So if you're looking for online therapy, whether it be right from your couch or on a walk and you're looking for someone to connect with, BetterHelp is that for you. You can use code DESB to get 10% off your first month or go to betterhelp.com slash DESB to save 10% off your first month. You'll be greeted with like a questionnaire. You get to fill out and really get and dive deep into what you need in a therapist, which I absolutely love. It's super nice. You can choose someone who is religious. You can choose someone who's not. You can choose preference of gender. Like whatever you feel comfortable with, you can make this as personalized to you as possible. And I've had a really great run with BetterHelp. Everyone has different approaches to therapy that works for them, but teletherapy has been so important for me, especially living in an area where I kind of grew up in. I, I don't know who's who anymore. I don't know therapists. And to be honest, I'm more comfortable with them not knowing me. And that's why I like my better help. So make sure you take advantage of Des B to save 10% off of your first month and get better help today for you, a friend or someone you love. Okay. So first things first, I really need a drink. Okay. I've had such a dry throat and I feel like when I podcast, it is literally a skill to be able to talk for an hour without taking a drink. And I always have water. I'm like, Oh, I'm going to drink my water. And then I like never do, which I feel like if you watch any podcaster, they do the same thing. They're like, Oh yeah, I'll take a drink. Most of the time they don't. Now the only time they would is with, if maybe they have like a guest with them, I don't have guests. So I'm taking a drink with you guys. Mm-mm. You know, underrated, which also it's actually Memorial day tomorrow. So happy Memorial day, but you can use code Desby to save a little bit extra on hydro drug right now. I'm using the leopard stainless steel hydro drug shaker, the shaker. And then I actually have the lid top, um, straw, the, the straw lid top. I said, why did I say that? Like dyslexic anyways, it has a straw built into it, which is really nice. Cause it can just kind of like stand straight up and you can drink out of it. These tops are available online for like even just $10. So you can swap them out with anything. And these actually do fit the mini hydro jug as well. So if you have one, you can use it. Mm. I've like drank a lot of water today. Pretty proud of myself. Like I'm always good at drinking my water, but I've drank a lot today. Okay. So let's get into spring cleaning. I don't even need my iPad for this shit. Cause you know what? This is a real and raw conversation. Social media lately has been so tough for me. Not because I like hate it, like it's great, but it's really tough as a creator when you create content and like it doesn't reach anyone, right? Like I literally have, I've barely grown my Instagram account in like years. I've actually lost like probably 30 or 40,000 followers because I've just switched up my content. My posts are different. Like my community is different. You know, I have a lot of moms now. The people that aren't moms don't like follow me as much. And you know, whatever it may be, I've just, I've changed a lot over the amount of years. Right. However, it's just tough when you like continue to pour and pour and it feels like it's like you're getting nowhere. Regardless, I've learned to be super grateful for what I have and not think so much as like what I don't. However, there are some days where it does get to me, right? You're like, fuck, I wish I could just 
have a good post, you know, whatever it may be. Or like, do people even like this? Like, it's not the likes that like matter. It's also like the af like likes equal affirmation, right? A like equals I appreciated this post. This helped me. This inspired me. Something like that, right? So when a post doesn't like get the amount of likes, you're like, okay, did I help any? Like, okay, so was that not good content? Like, did they not learn something from it? Did they not like it? Were they not inspired? Did they not laugh? Right? Like, whatever it may be, you kind of are like, okay, so don't post that again. Got it. You know what? Like, it's you're kind of like trying to read the room, and that's the only analytic you can really get. So social media has been hard for me in that way, but I've actually taken a huge step back because I, I've been able to step away from specifically TikTok. Like I've literally, other than posting for like brunch with Desby, maybe once or twice a week on the tick on TikTok, I have not spent any time scrolling, no time posting, like nothing. And at one point for like the past couple months, I was posting like three to five times a day on TikTok. So I have really been able to kind of clear up my mental space and stepping away from that, which leads me into spring cleaning. When it comes to spring cleaning, the emphasis of the episode isn't just the month and season of spring. Okay. This goes for your whole fucking life. If you are someone that is finding something is bothering you, something doesn't fit you anymore, or something doesn't serve you anymore, it needs to be purged, okay? There's absolutely nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with putting something, whether it be in the trash or just simply on the side, all right? Remember when your mom would, uh, you know, come up and bitch at you about all your winter clothes that you still had in your closet when it was summer? Maybe it was just my mom, but we had we had literally tubs where we would kind of purge those clothes from season to season, right? Because guess what? Every season, those clothes served us differently. Okay. I might've had the staple sweatshirt that I wore throughout the whole entire fucking year, the gap sweatshirt, the Columbia zip up. We all remember those, but overall, a lot of my clothes only served a purpose for one season at a time. This is the same thing for anything in your life, whether it's a friend, whether it's someone you follow on Instagram, whether it's a social media app, whatever it may be, just because it served you in one season does not mean it is going to serve you again. And that is the point of this episode and the reminder within it is that just because something worked before or someone worked for you before doesn't mean it's going to keep working or they're going to keep working. So when it comes to friends, when it comes to relationships, okay, this alone could be an in-person friend or a long distance friend or a friend online or whatever it may be. During a season of life, they can come to your side and rescue you from a dark time, okay? After that dark time, after that hard time passes, maybe you find yourself not having the same emotional connection with that person that served you at that time. Does that mean that you use them? No. Does that mean that you've outgrown them? Maybe. Does it mean that potentially that friendship could hold almost bad memories for you? Maybe. You know, I, I, I can think of a few people I've seen in my life who had had friends take them through a really traumatic time in their life. And I, I have been the friend watching them kind of drift apart. And it's never like a negative thing. Like neither of them spoke ill about each other. Um, They just both kind of grew apart. And I think it was because this one specific friend that I'm still friends with struggled so hard with that friend and kind of was like a listening ear, you know, a soundboard that whenever she then was associated with that friend, they, they only had that like 
trauma bond of what my friend was going through. Does that make sense? Sorry that I'm, I'm not using names, but like I obviously never would, but it's kind of from, it's awkward when you're like friend, 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 friend. <laughs> but the point is, is that sometimes maybe you have like an emotional connection or bond with someone with like something negative that happened in your life. Example, you know, maybe you went through a really bad breakup and this friend was like, you know, I got you like, you know, really got you back into the dating scene. Well, maybe you two only harvest that feeling with each other now of like camaraderie where you're kind of like, okay, like, so what else do we do? Right? Like, what do we do when we're not crying together? You know, like it's not like a true deep friendship. And again, that doesn't mean you're like using each other. It doesn't mean it's just different seasons yield different people, different things that you need. In another season of life, you might just not need that friendship or it might not add to you. And it doesn't have to be like, oh, you're a bitch or like, you know, like it has nothing to do with one negative person or one person being negative. It's sometimes just different seasons of life, different friendships, different groups, um, different things that you need that maybe one person has and the other person doesn't, whatever it may be, right? So as we go through life and in a specifically going into, you know, the rest of the year, we're heading into summer. We're supposed to be light and airy and excited and positive. And if you're not feeling that way right now, I, I genuinely ask you to sit down and think of the things that you need to purge in your life. And again, this can be as significant as a friendship or relationship, someone who's, you know, you need to draw boundaries with someone, or this can simply be within yourself. And it's like, okay, what do I need to purge? Do I need to stay off TikTok? Do I need to stay off of Instagram? Do I need to give up social media for a couple months? Um, do I need to be out in nature more? Do I need to go through my closet and pick out different clothes that fit my body and not me fitting into my clothes? Like, what does that look look like for you, right? So let's take it to social media. If you're on social media right now and something seems to be bothering you, number one, you are not a pussy for being, quote, triggered by something on social media, okay? If something, your your social media is exactly that. Your, Y-O-U-R, okay? Not Sammy's, not Julie's, not Kelsey's, not whatever. It's yours, okay? What you want to see on social media, what is going to invade your energy, your space, your mind is up to you, all right? I don't want you to feel like you have FOMO or you have to be, oh, well, like I'm on TikTok, so I'm missing out. No, you're not. Okay, if it's not going to serve you, it's not for you. And for some people that are that is certain social media apps that they know will drain their time, drain their energy, make them feel like shit about each themselves, trigger them, whatever it may be. We are in such an age of oversharing. And trust me, 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 me. I'm an over <laughs> I'm an oversharer. Okay. I've gotten a lot better. There's a lot of stuff that I keep private now, but I love to share. However, when it comes to like consistent negativity and things that can be really triggering to people, even just in situations, you know, death, kidnapping, loss of children, like, et cetera. We see this on TikTok. We see this online without consenting that we want to see it, right? Like the only thing you can really do is put like, you know, hold it down and push not interested. So when we're getting our minds infiltrated with negativity all the time, that maybe is just like not serving us, we can still be sad and feel for these people in those situations without wanting to hear about it, okay? So for me, that's where I was kind of getting on TikTok is I kept landing on these really traumatic posts that mentally like I could not do right now. Like I'm like, I can't hear about another person being diagnosed with cancer. Does that mean that I know, does that mean I'm being ignorant 
to the idea that people are struggling? Absolutely not. But mentally, it makes me spiral and it's not healthy for me right now. If I'm scrolling, seeing people who have lost their children, it is really hard for me to do that, knowing it almost happened to me. Like there are certain things that I cannot have in my mind that I was consistently landing on TikTok. And I know people are like, well, it's for you, Paige. It's based off your algorithm. I fuck no. I swear to God, no, because I've never once liked those videos. You know, I don't want to see them. Um, whatever it may be. I was always not interested, not interested. And it kept showing up. So I'm like, okay, TikTok is out. It takes a lot of, away, a lot of my time, a lot of my mental energy, and it's not fun. It doesn't serve me anymore. At one point I was like, okay, am I like going to have FOMO now because I don't, I'm giving away this opportunity to maybe like grow, right? Like to gain a following. And I'm like, no, it's not worth my mental health. So maybe that's you, not in the way of being a content creator, but maybe it's just a consumer. Why are you on it? What are you getting from it? You know, I understand that there's like some really good posts out there. You could laugh for hours. Um, you could see a lot of nail inspo. You could see home inspo. There's some people maybe you like. I get that. But if it's overall seven out of 10 times hurting you more than giving you the chuckle that you need or the inspo you need, not worth it. Okay. So now let's take it down to even deeper to like creator to creator. Maybe you're good on social media. You're like, you know what does? I really enjoy being on Instagram. I love scrolling through reels. I love being on TikTok. I love seeing it. Okay. But maybe you consistently pop on to this creator that you're like, you know what? I am so jealous of her life. Jealousy is an ugly trait. However, jealousy is a human trait. Okay. We can't always we can be like rah, 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 you know, women rule, go you, while being jealous, maybe not directly at the person. Like, it's not like a fuck you at that person, but it's like, damn, that's fucking cool and I'm jealous. Does that make sense? So for example, um, I think of someone who a lot of people would be jealous of and the first thought that comes to my mind is probably Alex Earl. People look at Alex Earl and they're like, fuck, like I want your life, but like I can't follow you because like I'm jealous or like, also, you're not my type, you know, like whatever it may be. But but the point is, you could probably look at her life and be like, fuck, I want to live that life. Now, if you don't know who Alex Earl is, um, let's think of like, uh, let's think of like Miley Cyrus back in her Hannah Montana days, right? When you would watch Hannah Montana, you're like, fuck, I want to be like Miley Cyrus and Hannah Montana so bad. Say that she was on social media and you're like, oh, I don't like you because you have what I have. But like, it's not a fuck you to Hannah Montana. It's like a fuck you have what I want. You know what I mean? And maybe that's something that like, it could motivate you. You could want to follow along so you're motivated. Or number two, you could still be motivated to achieve the same things, but not want to just be engulfed by seeing it every day and almost be reminded that you're not there yet, right? Different mental spaces can dictate whether that's something you need to purge. But if that's something you come across someone's page, you're like, oh, this doesn't serve me right now. It's not always a, a hater driven unfollow or a hater driven mute their post, whatever it may be. It's just, it doesn't serve me right now. And I think the most perfect example is a couple, well, last episode, tell me a secret. The last secret, the last 10 minutes, not even seven minutes of the episode was someone telling me that they stopped following me a couple years ago because they didn't align with my vibe and my energy. What did they say though? They said, hey, I ended up coming back. I, I follow you now again. I'm proud of your growth and you're like a sister that I love. At one point, my energy and my whatever, my vibe didn't align with them. They removed me. Shortly later, they decided to come back and we align again. It's okay to not align with someone and it doesn't make you a hater. It doesn't make you soft. It doesn't make you like completely jealous. Like it's okay to remove yourself from someone 
even maybe still rooting them on in the background. You know, it's like I've actually muted a lot of people before in my past when I was going through some shit where it's like, I really love you and I want to cheer you on, but I can't, I just can't see your stuff right now because it's triggering to me. One of those people that come to mind immediately is Hannah Bauer. I've always respected her, always loved her. But when I, we were pregnant at the same time. Um, with her first Jaden and when I was pregnant with Maddox during that time or sorry it wasn't Jaden I think it was I'm literally blanking right now it was her second son why am I blanking right now I'm embarrassed but her second son and I'm it's probably going to come to me in like 10 minutes and I'll be like well <laughs> but we were pregnant at the same time and we were due like probably two weeks apart it was like really close anyways um when I was pregnant with Maddox I obviously ended up going two months early So during that time when here I am sitting in the NICU, she's still pregnant and like I'm not when I wasn't supposed to be like I was supposed to be still pregnant when she wasn't pregnant and I had to mute her, Um, not unfollow, but muted her to where in the back of my head, you know, I'm still like, oh, I hope she's doing well. I checked her profile a few times to see how her pregnancy was going, liked a few of her posts, but I could not see her in my feed during that time. Cause it, it was really hurtful to me and it wasn't her, it wasn't a her problem, right? It was a me thing. And so if that's something that's happening to you right now, clean it up, clean up your Instagram, clean up your, your follower feed. You know, I used to think followers mattered so much and you know, they do like, I love my followers. I love people who choose to be a part of my journey, but when I lose them or, you know, whatever it may be, I think of it in different ways now, instead of like, Oh, people hate me. It's like, no, I just don't serve certain people anymore. It doesn't always have to be hatred. It's just like, eh, like not the same content I like, or nah, I don't need to see that anymore. You know, whatever it may be. And while you're clearing out, while you're spring cleaning, new things are always going to come to you, right? Maybe you find your new favorite comfort creator. Maybe you find a new friend, whatever it may be, but don't be afraid to purge energy that you don't align with right now or don't need. And don't be afraid to do that thinking that it's going to come across as hatred. Now the, the, Pro tip though, is that if it's someone that you know on social media and you don't want them to know, just go in the right-hand corner and push mute. That includes me. And I always, I always say this every episode. If this person you need to purge is me on social media, fucking do it. It, Practice what you preach. Okay. And that's what I will always do. If, if it's me for you, fucking unfollow me. I don't care. Like I really don't protect whatever piece you need. Come back when you're ready. Come back. Never. I don't care. Maybe for you too, it's also just social media in general. Maybe like, Des, I can't follow you on Instagram, but I want to still listen to your podcast or like, I still watch you on YouTube. You know, that's why I try to be in these three places specifically, YouTube, podcast, Instagram, because I know there's people out there who don't fuck with Instagram, people out there who don't fuck with YouTube, people out there that don't fuck with podcasts, but fuck with YouTube, et cetera. So I try to be at least in one of those three places that I feel like you can get away from the noise. Okay. Instagram's kind of loud. Then you go to YouTube. YouTube can be kind of loud. You see a lot of videos. You're kind of overstimulated. Okay. What do I want to watch? Whatever it may be. Podcasts are usually not as loud. You only have a few podcasts you maybe listen to a week and you can kind of decide who you want to listen to. That's why it's like, I also try not to get so beat up about certain numbers or views or whatever. When it's like, I know there's some weeks I don't have time to watch my favorite creators. And I am a creator and I know how, how helpful it is and how important it is to like, like, and thumb up and all that stuff. And sometimes I don't even have the chance to do it, but if it comes to like a certain time constraint for you, I always try to be in those three places to where you at least have something where you can kind of catch up, see what I'm up to and support me if you choose to. But again, if I, if I'm that person that is triggering to you or like, man, she's like not on my, not on my like list anymore of hot commodities, 
I, that's okay. I'm okay with being a cold commodity because I'm not going to always align with you in every season of your life. Now, if you've been here for forever and we have stayed aligned, I absolutely love that. You've probably seen me go through a lot. You've probably watched me struggle. You probably see me kind of thriving now. You know, it's like you can value what I've gone through and what I've continued to do and continue to show up to do. But it's just so important that you you take care of that mental space for you. Because the minute you do, you can honestly be a better you. The minute I remove TikTok, the minute I've purged a few people who I did follow, um, and again, not out of hatred, just like, eh, like it just doesn't like feel the same to me, is the minute that I felt like I can do what I do and work in my craft the best. And again, it doesn't have to come across so negative. I feel like we, we, we look at like the idea of like the unfollow button. We're like, oh my gosh, like, I'm such a bitch for unfollowing. It's like, no, like no, no one gives a fuck. And at the end of the day, a lot of people that I've like unfollowed who have like millions of followers, they would never know that I unfollowed them. So like, why the fuck does it matter? And I'm sure even me with a smaller platform, but like people probably think the same thing. They're like, yeah, I unfollowed Des B today. Yeah, I, I can promise you, like I, I never knew that you did. So like, you definitely don't need to worry about it. Um, you don't need to tell me. What do they say? This isn't an airport. You don't need to announce your departure. <laughs> Regardless, spring cleaning, the emphasis is whatever isn't serving you right now, purge it out. It's it's not worth hanging on to things thinking, oh, well, maybe in a couple weeks I'll I'll be I'll like it again. Maybe whatever it may be. The only thing you are not allowed to purge is your skincare routine. Okay. I know, I know you're tired, I know you're busy you know, oh, I'm tired at the end of the night. I don't want to wash my face. You're not allowed to give up your skincare routine. Okay. And that is, that is a, in the Desby Bible, Galatians one, two. Okay. Don't do that. But if it comes to your own personal self and there's people around you, whether it be an in-person friend or even family members, um, or certain things like purge what you need to purge. And, and that literally includes family. I think we have this idea too, that like family, what do they say? Like blood is thicker than water or like it's something like that right where the idea that like family family is always family family's there for you I know a lot of people that family doesn't mean shit I have family in my family that don't mean shit and it's tough it's tough to lose family members Um, I've gone half my life without certain family members and they're right down the road you know it's like it hurts and it hurts to have family issues and the only thing that you can do though is take care of yourself and your family and whoever is in your close circle. And sometimes those people aren't technically family, you know, or they're, or they're deeply removed family or whatever it may be, but toxic relationships, boundaries, whatever it may be, that is just as much of a spring cleaning need than it is to purge your Instagram. Okay. Your in-person relationships are even more important because those are going to bring a whole different level of toxicity that you can't just lock your phone and walk away from. Okay. These are people in real life, taking up your real life energy. When you're on social media, you could put your phone phone down for a day. You could delete Instagram. Okay. You can't just delete your shitty mom. You can't just delete your shitty dad, delete your shitty family members. Okay. It's difficult, right? You have to draw boundaries. You have to have tough conversations, but is it worth taking care of you? The answer is absolutely. Yeah. Is it worth taking care of your children? The answer is absolutely yeah. Is it worth taking care of your spouse or or whoever this could affect? Absolutely yes. Okay, you do not deserve to have people walk all over you. And I don't give a fuck if it's your family. I don't care if it's your sister, your brother, your mom, your dad, grandma, whatever. You do not deserve to have people walk over you. Um, and you deserve to have a bigger voice and tell them to fucking get off. Okay, 
Next, last final thing would again be with yourself, all right? If there are things in your closet right now that you are not fitting into, if you're at a place right now where you, you know, you want to progress, you want to change yourself, but you, you know, you're hanging on to these things, please purge. Okay. I promise your clothes aren't worth putting in a box of when I reach 150 pounds, when I reach 99 pounds, I promise your clothes not worth it. Get rid of that shit. Okay. Give it to Plato's closet. Give it to Goodwill, Salvation Army. I don't know where we're donating nowadays. Okay. Just take it. Take it and drop it off, all right? Get yourself some new clothes. You don't need a new whole wardrobe. Go get yourself some staples. Go head down to your local Meyer. They got some really hot spring and summer wear coming up and in stock. But take yourself away from these things that are gonna continue to trigger you. And that could be a pair of jeans. It could literally come down to just a pair of jeans. You think about that pair of jeans that pisses you off, throw them the fuck away. Even better, go fucking burn them. Global warming, don't know her right now. Okay. Just burn the shit out of those things. I don't care what you're doing to do it. I don't care what, I don't care what fucking air you pollute to burn those jeans that are pissing you off. Go fucking burn them tonight. Okay. And send me pictures. If any of you guys go out here burning some shit, I need literal boomerangs and I need to repost. Okay. Because this is your 100% proof that I said, burn it, burn it. Okay. The last thing I will say in regards to burning, and this is so off topic, but let me just share it. You know, I was thinking today, it's nice outside. This is literally a squirrel conversation. I just want to let you know, this is me going squirrel. I was walking outside today and I was like, man, it's so fucking nice out. So great to finally have nice weather. And I literally looked a while. I said, you know what? I wouldn't mind global warming, just speeding up a little bit. And he was like, the fuck? And I was like, no, like you're telling me you wouldn't mind it being like a little bit hotter. We're in Michigan. Okay. You guys in Florida, you guys down by the equator, you guys can rot. Sorry. I'm in Michigan. I could do like consistent nights weather all year round. We could forego the snow, you know, whatever it means. I will gladly just spray my aerosol cans in the air and just contribute to global warming at this point. So I'm like, please warm, warm my globe, you know, warm Michigan. I, I, I would, I would gladly continue contribute to Michigan warming. Let's call it that. Maybe like I'm, if I could just have a bubble around the area of Michigan, I would gladly like run my car for five fucking days and get as many like CO2 emissions in the air as I can. My, my literal footprint would be like Bigfoot on steroids. Like, and I wouldn't care. You know what I mean? So that's just a side sidebar, but it has just been so nice outside. And I can tell I'm transforming, you know, I'm, I'm metamorphosing into my summer self, my summer body. So anyways, okay, back to the story. Spring cleaning. Take care of your ozone layer, guys, okay? Make sure that we are, when we're burning, that we're using proper CO2 purifiers. <laughs> Just kidding. Literally burn it. Literally burn it. So I hope that you guys got something out of this episode. You know, I I just, I care so deeply about people like living their best life. And when you remove things it just, it's amazing what like a little change, what a little removal, what a little, um, not even just removal, a little add, right? Maybe you add a 10 minute mental health walk every day. Like it's crazy what little things can like add up to be. And if I can be that little reminder to do that for yourself, and if I can be your little ad of the week that makes you feel lighter and you leave happier and excited or, you know, just a little laugh or inspired, like that's what I'm here for. And you know, by showing up every week, I, I want to just continue to grow this podcast. I want to continue to grow this community. And my spring cleaning is 
cleaning out the continue the, the rest of the energy that lives in me thinking that I'm not good enough because you guys probably listen to me and you're like, wow, she really has her shit together. She's so confident, whatever. And like, yes, I am. I am fucking confident. Don't, don't get, don't get struck about that. But there are days where I hop on the camera and I'm like, why am I doing this? Like no one listens, no one cares or, you know, and I know I'm telling myself false things. Right. And that's when I kind of like shake my head. I'm like, no, Des, like, stop. There's so many people out there that care. There's so many people out there that love it. And, um, so many people out there that you're reaching that you never thought you would, you know? So I, I don't want you guys to think I have all my shit together and I'm like a, a spring cleaning expert. I still work on this myself. And this is why I deliver this message every year is because I need it too. So when I listen to my podcast back every single week, so I'm my biggest fan, I literally listen via audio and then I watch on YouTube. Like I'm a psychopath. I watch myself two times a week, plus my YouTube videos every Wednesday. I, I literally watch myself three times a week and rewatch my stories at least five to seven times per day. Like I literally think I'm amazing, but I still have my days where I have my doubts. And so these messages are just as much for me as they are for you. But I hope you can take something out of it. I hope you can feel confident moving into this week. Maybe you can sit down, write some things out. What do you need to purge? Maybe you are walking to your closet right now. And you're like, fuck it. It's Sunday. I got some time to waste. Let's fucking clean out my closet. You know, what are you going to purge this week? And when you do it, tag me in your story. I don't care if you're burning a pair of jeans. I don't care if you're cleaning out your closet cleaning your skin. Say, Hey Des, I'm not purging my skincare like spring cleaning. I don't care what it is. Tag me this week at brunch with Desby with what you decided to purge. Um, or maybe you wrote something down, whatever. Maybe I'll make a little prompt, check the Instagram. Maybe I'll make a cute little prompt. You guys can repost on your stories. And as always, please every single week, share this with at least one friend. I just, I beg you. Okay. This is the only way my podcast really grows is word of mouth. And I only would trust that you guys come through and are like, okay, I'm going to share it. All right. I love you guys. Happy Sunday. Thanks as always for hanging out with me. I'm super excited for some potential upcoming guests that we have as well as like bringing Wyatt back. So you fuckers just want all, all you want is Wyatt. All you want is my fucking husband, right? Like, come on, come the hell on. Okay. He's not that cool. Just kidding. He's pretty cool, but he'll be coming back. Um, we have a lot on the agenda too, and I'm really excited. So I love you guys. Have an amazing week and happy Sunday. That's all for this episode of Brunch with Des B. I hope you enjoyed hanging out, laughing, or maybe even crying with me today because let's be honest, you never know what you'll get here. Be sure to subscribe to my podcast, share with your family and friends, or even just to social media and tag me in it so I can share. Love you guys.